0: Hello guys, welcome to my podcast, Pinnacle Gabe. This is my first time doing this, so uh, please give me some some slack as I figure this out. I'm trying to figure out my podcast program, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna say for this. So just ride along with me. In this uh, first episode, I'm gonna be going over my general F1 takes because I need to establish myself during my first episode. That's a given. My general ideas and maybe unpopular opinions, we'll see. Um, So I'm going to hop into that for this first episode. For this first episode, also, I'm going to try and do it as much of a one-take style as I can. I'm going to try and not cut out stuff. That's why you may have noticed I'm going, uh, because, uh. So bear with me as I do that. To start things off, um... In my intro, my intro uh, trailer episode type thing that was 30 seconds long, I talked about how the name of the podcast, um, The Pinnacle of Gabe, was in reference to the pinnacle of motorsport being F1. At least that's what people call it. I don't really, like, personally, that title, I don't really care for it because it, it's all opinion-based. But people call F1 the pinnacle of motorsport because you supposedly have to be the best drivers in the world, which, I mean, I guess that definitely is true. I don't think that there are any other drivers in the world who could be an F1 and aren't. Well, I take that back. I don't think that there are people who are drivers in the world who could be like champions in F1 and aren't in F1. Because there's people who could be an F1 over some of the lower drivers, I guess, but they're not really super championship tier drivers they're oh i could make it by drivers i guess that leads me into my first thing one of my first points about f1 which is i think that nikita mazapan is a good driver regardless of what people say about him people are like oh he's in f1 because his dad's rich he's not that fast and it could be true that he's in f1 because his dad's rich but really every f1 driver is there because someone had money along the way. You can't make it into F1 without money. That's one of the things that makes it such a unique sport. But I think that Nikita Mazepin, I think he's a really funny dude. I like him. Uh, his humor is good. He has good relationship with most people, on the, his team at least. I don't know about F1 because apparently some of the other drivers, they'll curse him as he goes by supposedly. But I really like Nikita Mazepin. I think he's a cool dude. He qualifies within two seconds of the pole sitters usually. And most drivers, even professional drivers across the world, couldn't even get to that point. So really I think he's a good driver and I like him. And I do not tolerate Nikita Mazepin, 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 Nikita Mazepin uh, slander like Spin, People call him Spin, which I think is funny. He thinks is funny, so we can go with that, but I don't like people who are, oh, Nikita Mayspin shouldn't be in the sport. Nikita Mayspin needs to be kicked out, because I think he's a rookie, and he's learning, and he's just a cool dude. Like I had said about him qualifying within two seconds, uh, today I am recording this on the night of saturday july 17th it's ten forty-eight pm right now so let me go the f1 app let me go to past let's go to the austria austrian grand prix let me go to the let's go to qualifying let's see results verstappen was on pole with well his q3 was 103 um aspen was obviously out in Q1, but if we take Verstappen's Q1, which is a 104, Mazepin's Q1 was a 105. But if you go, of course, when you go down to the the smaller milliseconds and everything, Verstappen was a 104.249 and Mazepin was a 105.951. So that is pretty close to 106, but that's definitely within two seconds. Many people even like let's say you take I would dare to say possibly even the best indie car driver there's a possibility that he might not even make it as fast as Mazapin has just cuz has been in an F2 and he's worked his way up he's so used to that style like he he qualified pretty good in my opinion he even though he usually qualifies dead last I say dead last because like he's just last, but he's not that far behind his teammate usually. Like him and Schumacher, sometimes little will trade positions. But I think, in order to, only lose one second, on a racetrack, against Max Verstappen, you only lose one second. That's like, barely missing a corner by like a tad bit. That's insane to me. I think, Kimi Räikkönen is, a world of a driver already just because he's an F1. And that goes, that basically that proves why people call F1 the pinnacle of motorsport, because the driver who constantly qualifies in 20th place and finishes the race last, except for didn't finishes, he, he's, people consider him bad, yet he still is within a second or two of the best driver in the world at the moment. It's insane. That's why people call it the pinnacle of motorsport, because Even in other motorsports, it's not like that. The worst driver of that sport will be leagues and leagues behind the best drivers. They'll finish way behind. But whenever you take sheer qualifying results, Mazepin, if you went to a racetrack and anybody in the world that wasn't an F1 was racing him on the racetrack, he could beat them on that racetrack. It's, I don't know, Mazepin good driver, F1, he's leagues ahead of everyone, it's just amazing to me, but see, I've already started the podcast with kind of a rabbit hole subject, like, I mean, I know I'm supposed to establish things, and obviously, for some people saying that I like Mazepin, Mazepin, I don't even know, I don't even, honestly, he's pronounced as Mazepin on TV, but I think it might just be Mazepin, but anyways, I went down a rabbit hole talking about him and how I support him. But really what I should have started off with is kind of my goal for the podcast. Um my goal for the podcast really is I'm not a super information person when it comes to F1. That's why I mean I see other F1 podcasts and that's generally what they are is information based. Like oh let's deep dive into why Max Verstappen was 0.1 seconds faster than Lewis Hamilton. I don't really like that. I kind of, I'm newer in comparison to everyone else. When it comes to watching the sport, I've only been watching it for a year, but I really love it, and I'm ready to give my opinion, and I'm ready to state it as a fact. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to take my opinions on it and... I'm going to try and have fun and explain them to everyone. That's the goal for it. Instead of being super information mode, I'm just going to make fun of drivers, lift up drivers, talk about how much I love Mazepin, talk about how I think Italy is fake, things like that. It's going to be fun, I think. Since I obviously just said a few seconds ago, that I've only been watching for a year. Um, When it comes to F1 history, a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, remember that 74 race, blah, blah, blah. Like that was such a legendary race, all time top 10 race. I'm not, I mean, I'd say in the last three, four years, I generally know what I'm talking about. Like I'll, I remember Like, Raikkonen being on Ferrari, which for some of you is, like, yesterday, but I think that I remember that, so that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Nico Rosberg being on Mercedes, that was a bit ago now. Um, I remember pretty much, I'd say 2010 and up, I could probably remember. And, well, not even remember, just I know, because really if I think about it, I mean, I haven't, I haven't been watching again for that long. So even just the fact that I know stuff that was ten years ago now, that that works for history is like, that that's history to me. I'm not, obviously I'm not gonna go back way back in time, but two thousands and stuff I can figure out pretty easily. Like especially in Vettel being at for Ferrar- not Ferrari being at Red Bull, um, Lewis Hamilton starting at McLaren. All that type of stuff I have an okay knowledge of. It's not remembering because I didn't watch it then. It's just having a knowledge of it now. In the last year, I've looked back and I've seen all that. And I've collected it in my head. So don't expect me to know a ton of history stuff when I'm talking about F1. Just expect me to know current stuff and be on the the edge of latest news type stuff when it comes to modern F1 in the last two or three years. I'm pretty good at that part. Another thing that comes up whenever you're talking about new F1 fans, like they've been watching for a year like me, is all these people who they watch F1 because of Drive to Survive. Um, I personally, I haven't even... I've watched two episodes of drive to survive from like the first season i didn't really finish that at all so you can rest easy knowing that all of my opinions and stuff aren't based off of drive to survive which is obviously known to be pretty exaggerated like the inner teammate rivalry stuff which really isn't that bad in real life but on the show it looks super bad but my my opinions and stuff aren't based off of that, so I'd say that's a pretty good thing. Obviously, Drive to Survive brings a lot of fans to F1, and I probably got started at about the same time as all those other fans, but I pretty much, I got on F1 just because of probably just Instagram, just, I, on the Explore page, probably just started watching too many F1 highlight things, and I ended up. Seeing, oh, the first race of 2020 just got canceled in Australia. And then I was like, okay, then I'll wait till the Austrian Grand Prix and I'll watch that. And that's pretty much what started it for me. So my first F1 race that I really watched was last year's first race when Landon Norris got third. So that was my first full race introduction into F1. It wasn't based off of watching a Netflix show like it is for so many people. But hey, if you got started watching F1 off of the Netflix show, that's great because me and you probably have the same type of F1 knowledge and humor. So as I said, I'm here to give my opinion, not really inform you guys. Um, I, since it is the 17th of July... Uh, Earlier today was the first sprint race for the sprint race style. And when it comes to the sprint race, I don't really like the sprint race. Um, A lot of people don't. Part of me, I'm like, oh, do I not like the sprint race just because it's something new? But really, in the end, it ends up, in my opinion, it puts a lot of wear on the cars that you wouldn't normally have. And the biggest thing is that drivers that don't deserve to start in 20th, like Sergio Perez, I don't think he deserves to start in 20th, but he's starting in 20th just because he got, he got sent off the track. In qualifying, you wouldn't ever have to worry about that. I guess that that's what they were going for, where it makes it exciting, and like, Mazepin could somehow end up in 5th with that style, but I personally... Like Nico Rosberg said. Nico Rosberg came out and he was like, I don't think that it should count as a pole because it will tarnish the history of being on pole position. Not agree. I don't think it should be called pole. But as for the whole general setup of it, I guess we'll have to see. I really don't hope, I don't want there to be that many more races that have it because, I don't know, maybe I am just like, I don't want the change but I don't know I don't like this change so we'll see it might just get removed just because it's unpopular or it might stay just because a lot of people watch the sprint race but it shouldn't be a poll. I think that it messes up good drivers and I think that it's kind of one of those unnecessary add-ons that just to kind of I guess revitalize F1 just to change it up a little bit for the newer crowd people like me who came in just a year ago were like oh that's really cool that's something that's fun and it sets up the grid for the race but really i don't know i i don't like it as much i think lewis hamilton obviously in qualifying lewis hamilton he got pole max verstappen got second but now max verstappen will be starting the race on pole technically pole i guess because he passed Lewis Hamilton real quick. Um, I'm going for Verstappen this year just to see a change in the championship, but that really, just for Lewis Hamilton, it gives Max Verstappen just one more point ahead, and what Lewis Hamilton earned in qualifying, which has always just been the tradition, it kind of got thrown out the window just because Max Verstappen passed real quick, and then the rest of the sprint race, There's no pit stops, so in a sprint race, you don't have to worry about, oh, I need a pit and he might pass, and that's where a majority of F1 overtaking and grid change-up happens, like to where if you want Mazepin to start from 8th or 9th instead of starting from 20th in a sprint race, then you would have, like, one pit stop because they could just run on a no-stop strategy, have hard tires, and he could end up top five theoretically. So sprint race, it kind of, it's all first lap is the thing. It's all first lap passing and then maybe last lap, but all first lap, get into your position, spread out like an F1 race normally does, and then it ends up just being uneventful when it's supposed to be super mega exciting, but I think, like I said, I agree it kind of tarnishes the pole position title. Maybe they will, just not count it as a pole position. Actually, I haven't checked to see what they called it, but I I don't think that it ends up being good for the drivers in the end. It might be good for viewing and the selling part of F1, but for the drivers, I don't think It's as good of an add-on. And maybe they'll speak up against that. Because obviously, former drivers have. Like Nico Rosberg. I believe... Maybe I did see... No, it it wouldn't have been a a current driver. Because they probably would get in trouble for speaking up against it. But I may have seen one other person. Who was a big figure in F1. Talking about that. But the sprint race... I'm not... I'm not pro sprint race. That's another one of my things I'm going to lay down in my first episode. Not pro sprint race as of now. So we have pro Nikita Mazepin and not pro sprint race. Um, if we're thinking about other random opinions I have about F1, I guess we could say I'm pro Albon last year. I think Albon should be in F1. I really like Albon. I think he's a cool dude. Um, that's another one of my random, uh, opinions. I think, uh, let's say like Bottas for Mercedes. I think that Mercedes is abusing him. I mean, that's obviously a pretty popular take at the moment, but Mercedes is doing the Red Bull style attack your own driver thing to where he's not getting as good treatment. Like in the French GP, Um, so I, I personally, I don't really ever go for Mercedes, but I would like to see Bottas flourish on another F1 team. Like if he does go to Alfa Romeo, like people have said he might next year. So I want to see Bottas succeed, but not, well, not at Mercedes. I don't want Mercedes to win. So I, I, my hate, not hate, my dislike for Mercedes probably outweighs my Bottas wanting to see him do good so it ends up kind of being a lost situation for him in the end anyways if I mean obviously my opinion doesn't matter to him but for my opinion I like Bottas but I don't like Mercedes so I can't really go for Mercedes just because I like Bottas I mean again that kind of sets up another one of those What ends up being a really trendy, popular thing right now, which is me not liking Mercedes. I mean, I don't like Mercedes as much just because I just got to the sport and I've seen that they've won for the last eternity. And I'd rather see Verstappen win the championship this year. I'm going for Verstappen because I want to see a change in that. Um, I don't really have anything against Lewis Hamilton except for that he's won and I don't want it to be boring. Because that's one of those things about F1 as people have said for so long, oh, only the same drivers win repeatedly and repeatedly. And, I mean, you could say Verstappen is one of those drivers who's just one of the two winners, basically. But he's a different world championship winner. So I want him to win the world championship this year. We'll see as we go on into the future years if I'm still going for him. Because that's like... That's that's pretty much what the memes are now is how everyone's like, yeah, Verstappen, yeah, Verstappen, go. And then in in eight years, whenever he's won the last eight in a row, we're going to be like, wait, no, I want this new driver to win. So I'm not pro Mercedes. I'm not going for them just because they've won recently. And I want Red Bull to win now. But then again, Red Bull is going to win again and again and again and again, and I'm going to maybe even mercedes be like yeah go mercedes with george russell or something maybe another team i do like mclaren mclaren could possibly be that challenger in a few years but for right now i'm not really going for mercedes ever i'd rather red bull win so we'll see how that goes but like i just said mclaren that reminded me to talk about them um mclaren i really like how mclaren looks right now that's i don't know sometimes i feel like all my takes end up being really really trendy takes except for the mazepin take but i'll I'll prove it to you guys i have some uniqueness to me but i like mclaren i like lando norris obviously everyone likes daniel ricardo um lando norris i have been going for him since i watched the first f1 race i was happy that he got 3rd in the first one that I watched but they look to be on the way up um, Lando Norris is just steady I think isn't he may be third in the championship rate rankings let me check that real quick but he's lived up to being a good driver everyone I mean obviously you would expect any of the Red Bull or Mercedes drivers to be at the top but yeah, this says Landon Norris is in fourth right now with 101 points. So you have Bottas behind him at 93. So Landon Norris is doing pretty good in the McLaren. The McLaren definitely has set itself up to be the third place constructor um, car. So McLaren could climb up and up and up in the next few years. Mercedes might fall. Red Bull might fall because of Honda not making the engines. There's a whole lot of things that could happen to where McLaren could come back. But, um, Landon Norris is definitely leading that, and he's a good driver to build them with. Um, they have a future with him to where he's young and he can work his way up. And he's good at the beginning, so he could, obviously he has a way higher ceiling than his third year, I guess. So, McLaren can see themselves winning a championship in the next five years, and I guess I can see that, barring Red Bull just pulling a Mercedes and being dominant for 10 years straight. Um, But I will be rooting for McLaren. I don't really have a personal favorite F1 team, but probably McLaren most likely would be at the top, unless I'm just saying Red Bull for this year, but... McLaren could be at the top right now for my favorite teams. It's not like I'm picking the repeated winners or some really underdog person. I'm picking someone strategically with a possibility to be good in five years. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've been a fan of McLaren ever since the beginning. Even whenever they were bad, I was going for them. But they're not bad now, obviously. So I might I might. Gently say that McLaren is my favorite team in F1 right now. So, there we go. And just like the teams, if I'm picking a driver, this year I obviously could pick Max Verstappen. I'm going to go for him in every race, and I want him to win the championship. But I may eventually be sick of him. Um, Favorite driver? Hmm. I do like Lando Norris. I'd say... Daniel Ricardo is a really popular driver in general, so I don't really want to pick him as a favorite because it will end up like just being the same as everyone else. And uh hmm, let's see. I don't know, looking at the the grid, I'd say probably Lando Norris, maybe Mazepin. Like I said, no Mazepin slander. I like Mazepin. I will not tolerate People making fun of Mazepin and saying he shouldn't be an F1. So maybe I'll say Mazepin. Mazepin, this year, favorite driver. There we go. Boom. Mazepin is, I'm officially supporting him with the Pinnacle of Gabe podcast. Um, we're going to have him on as a guest soon. I'm going to declare that. This is my first episode. I'm already just saying we're going to have an F1 driver featured on it. We'll say the goal is to have Mazepin featured on the podcast within 50 episodes. Within 50 episodes, I want to feature an F1 driver on this podcast. Maybe Nikina Mazepin. So we'll see as we go, but Mazepin is the goal. So I'll work with that. I just declared Mazepin as the official uh leader who we're gonna be the fans of. We're all gonna go for Mazapin for the rest of the year. If he wins a race, we'll explode. This podcast will absolutely explode, so we'll just hope for that. Mazapin is we're just officially supporting Mazapin now. I am a Mazapin supporter. This podcast supports Mazakin, pinnacle of Gabe. So with that I think I think my first episode, I think it turned out okay. I had some rabbit holes that I went down where I would ramble about stuff, but we just, we started off strong. We declared Mazepin as the best, and I kind of set my vision of, I'm just going to give my opinions, not really be super technical. We're just going to work as we go. Maybe, I don't know, have an F1 driver on, within 50 episodes we're just gonna set goals on goals on goals and we're gonna make them all we're gonna make them all true tomorrow is Silverstone so hopefully I'll have out a second episode maybe within a week two weeks talking about recent news giving my opinions praising Mazepin even more um, we'll just figure it out as we go well I guess I I say we we're all a family here. Yay. But I'll figure it out. Um, episode two, I'll say gently, will be within two weeks. So I guess for now, I'm just going to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me already, I guess. This is my first episode, and I'm just learning how to do all of this, learning how to try and talk for 30 minutes straight without cutting it, a ton and learning how to just display my f1 opinions to you so hopefully you guys will listen to my second episode when it comes out you guys will follow me and we'll build a nice nice f1 podcast together we'll build it up and it will be the leading f1 opinion podcast not just spitting out facts like tire temperatures and everything instead we're just gonna have fun with it look at my opinion listen to you guys' opinion praise Mazepin again like I said Mazepin is the king of the podcast right now and we'll just go along and we'll see how it goes so uh thank you for listening again and this is Gabe I'm signing off I guess the pinnacle of Gabe look out for episode two And thank you for supporting me on my journey to have an F1 podcast. So, (laughs) thank you.